a little help? Oh. Y'all want an autograph or something? Nah. We got next. <laughs> Yo, 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 welcome everybody. Welcome to We Got Next SF. Today I'm here, today I'm AJ, and I'm here with... Token. And we got a lot in store for you guys. We got some basketball action, some M- some NBA, uh, some football, basketball, and a little bit of playoff bas- uh, playoff baseball. Yeah, a little little different. Uh, we're, we're not the best or experts by any means of ba- everything going on in baseball, but uh, World Series is finally set, so we're going to dive in a little yeah. bit on that. That great. Um, before we start, we'd like to shout out our Instagram page. So all of our episodes from episode two, no, oh, we got episode one on there. Oh, well. episode one, oh, two. I don't know about episode one. Actually, you're, no, you're right. We only uh, from episodes two till now. Yeah. So from episode two till now, it was all on our website. You can access our website by uh, hitting the follow button on Instagram. We got next SF. You can also find us at Twitter, and through all their descriptions and bios, you can watch our film or watch our show yeah they're all pre-recorded they're posted uh on the following tuesday so mm-hmm. we're always live here uh five to six on mondays right. but then the podcast is always up on tuesdays we also want to give a big shout out to our boy anthony our yes. other co-host uh unfortunately he's not with us right now he's mm-hmm. came down with a little bit of an illness but we're hoping he gets back here by next week and recovers well yes indeed all right let's start it all off football we're in the halfway point of football. Isn't that crazy? That's actually crazy. We're already done with week seven. I remember, well, uh, today's the end of week seven. Today's the end of week seven, the start of week eight. And it, it feels like we just started football last week. It really does. It, it flew by. And uh, neither of us are happy with our team's performance so far. But it's overall been a surprising but entertaining season. You know, it is disappointing to see both of our teams not do as great. But it's our duty as reporters to... To report it. <laughs> no, right. I quit. We're done. <laughs> That's all we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. Um. <laughs> so let's start it off. We got the o- ooh, Oakland Raiders, Las wow. Vegas. You're a true fan, aren't you? I'm a, I'm a diehard <laughs> Oakland Raider fan. Las Vegas Raiders versus the Texans, the Houston Texans. Uh, how'd, you, how'd you feel about that game? Okay, so after watching, so I actually got to watch the whole game. Sorry about that. I was just reading the the Enco, and we'll get to you in a second. But um, yeah, Raiders beat the Texans twenty uh thirty eight to twenty in a great game overall. Overall, the Raiders played a great game overall. How, did you get a chance to see it or see watch the highlights? Uh, I didn't. I saw a few highlights. I'm uh looking. I'm looking at the stat lines right now. Yeah. Um, this brings you guys to two and four. That's your it, second win of the season, right? Second win. It should be our fourth, but it's all right. Um. <laughs> Overall, great game. It, the highlighted all off, I think Josh Jacobs, the star player of the game, mm. with three touchdowns, 20 carries for 143 yards. No, that's insane. Tw- three touchdowns. Like he, it looked like every time he touched the ball, it was guaranteed five yards or more. Yeah. I think, and to be honest, the offensive line actually played really great. They, they held up perfectly for Josh Jacobs throughout the whole game. Carr um, was protected pretty well. He was. And it, it, not only that, it was that the fact that Carr didn't have to do too much. He didn't have to be a superstar player like uh, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers t- to win a game. He knew what he had to do. He became a game manager and fed Josh Jacobs the ball, which is something I've been preaching since preseason. I actually remember you talking about that early early on in the other episodes. Like we were saying, you can go check those out at uh, anywhere you guys stream podcasts. But uh, like you said, I mean, Carr had a pretty – he had a – 
good game, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like standout-ish by any means. I mean, mm-hmm. he went 21 for 27, so he was really uh, efficient right. in his passes. Uh, 240 yards with only one TD. Right. I'm, and that dot he had, it was a, it was to Michael uh, Mac Hollins. It was a 20-yard deep pass right up the seams in the middle, and boom, cr- contact catch and everything. It was a great throw. A big standout to me, though, is how your top receiver in the entire game, uh, everyone thought he was going to be the top receiver of the year with uh, Adams. Uh, he didn't even have 100 yards. He had 95. He it was had 95 close. 95 yards. It was close. That's that's insane. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I mean, you guys got the W. You guys got right. the win. And, heck, if Jacobs is running it in three times a game, I'm, I'm okay with that. Right. But it's just shocking to me how you guys were able to pull out that much and – uh, not one receiver got uh, to triple digits. Yeah, that's very true, and it just shows that not only not only was the running great, but the play calling was was quite mm-hmm. different. It was it didn't look like the same offense from two weeks ago. Honestly, after this bye week, it something changed. They they looked at the film or something. I don't know, but after they started running a lot more running, a lot more tosses to Josh Jacobs, and not only that, because because of the running, it set up for the play action pass. So that's when you've seen a lot more of Devontae Adams getting these five-yard routes, making it 10 yards. Um, another uh, Foster Monroe got a couple catches, made it, made uh, some good effort plays. Overall, great team effort, uh, great team. Uh, team win right there Yeah, team guys. win. Especially the defense, too. We got a pick six. The defense was able to score. So that's something to highlight, and I, and I, and I like to see. Continue. And so let's see. So I remember we talked about that. I think it was week three you guys played the cardinals and cardinals. that was your first uh defense touchdown in the last three years right and now you guys have two this season alone so your guys defense is stepping up for sure definitely they need to for the second half of the season definitely you guys uh, think you're still in a, a playoff contention maybe a wild card spot it's it's hard to say because you know the the afc is a lot more stacked mm. So the stars need to be aligned for that to happen. I feel like, but if we do ever, if we do have a playoff, like we make it to playoffs, it will be wild card. It won't be nothing more, uh, nothing higher than that. Who do you guys have coming up this next week, or do you guys have a bye? No, we just had our oh, bye yeah, last bye. week. Um, we're playing the Saints. Sa- Ooh, how do you feel uh, about that? We're playing Saints at uh, at their home, so we're gonna play in New Orleans. How do I feel about that? Um, they have a shaky. Their defense is pretty good, but the QB um, play has been a little shaky. So I think we do have a chance against this team. This is a winnable game, definitely. could also be a, de- a losable game the way our season's been going. Yeah, I mean, you guys have very similar records. Right. Uh, so it, I, that's going to be a fun one. Is that on a Sunday night? Sunday, t- uh, 10 a.m., so okay. 10 a.m. Pacific time. That might be worth checking out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to definitely check it out. We need a win. <laughs> um, what we got next, AJ? We got next... SF. So we got the oh Green Bay. Oh man. Green Bay. You're a Green Bay my, Packers. My Green Bay Packers, man. They are uh it's been a heartbreaking season so far to say the least. Um everyone was doubting us when we lost Adams at the beginning of the year, and I was preaching how it wouldn't affect us too much, but uh it's affected us quite a bit, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh not only is our offense struggling overall, but um I feel like a lot of people have been kind of looking past Rodgers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just blaming that we have no wide receivers and our running backs aren't doing as norm- as well as we normally do with uh, Jones and Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm going to put some of the blame on Rodgers. I am. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not having a terrible season. 
Uh, he's just under uh, 1,600 overall passing yards. Uh, he's a, he has 11 TDs, three interceptions, which is very uncharacteristic for him, to say the least. Uh, he's, but I just I didn't I wasn't able to watch the whole game mm-hmm. uh, the other day. However, I did see some highlights, and he's not making the reads he normally makes, mm. and that's his strong suit. You know, what I mean, he he is the quickest at checking his quarterback, uh, right. wow, wide receivers, right? Uh, options one, two, and three. He he looks through them like that, and he gets rid of the ball. Mm-hmm. It's, one, it's one of the specialties. Um, but a lot of his reads, I mean, he he makes long and accurate passes. Like he he throws deep, right? right? Uh, and I remember one specifically where he had a guy downfield. I mean, it wasn't going to be a touchdown or anything, probably not. But it was, uh, I don't know, a 12, 15 yard pass, and he just throws it to the slot. After see- after we, you can even see in the highlight he checks him and he reads him, but he's like, ah, oh, no, I'm just going to go for the short little four or five yard uh, slot pass right there. And it just shows that he doesn't have faith in his receivers right now. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to change. Yeah, especially it shows that you don't have faith in your receivers when two of the receiving touchdowns went to a running back. Yeah, no, you know, and then no I kidding. just, I just seen, I just seen the highlight for the one touchdown he threw. It was a streak route. A running back was Aaron Jones, the running back for Green Bay, was on mm-hmm. a, sh- was on a streak route, was able to t- moss his defender, and it was made a great play. But it's still your running back, you know. Yeah, and he didn't have a great game. Uh, yesterday. I mean, he went twenty three for thirty five, mm-hmm. which is crazy uncharacteristic by him i mean mm-hmm. he's a very accurate quarterback right uh so a completion rate like that is not what you normally see uh like you said he was he was looking at a lot of different guys but the second most receptions was uh oh the most receptions was aaron jones was the running back mm-hmm. and not a single person received for over 60 yards yeah which is that's crazy to me. Um, However, uh, so I'm I'm not putting all the blame on Rodgers, but I'm definitely hold, trying to hold him accountable. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I'm not too worried. I did think we were going to go on a winning stretch because we had a pretty soft schedule these last three or four games, and we haven't been able to pull any of them out. So that's a little disappointing. Right. But I'm still not worried. Uh, I do think they will have a chance to still make the playoffs. Yeah. And uh, I, I think – we can figure something out before the season gets it to the nitty gritty and we'll uh we'll make a run next week they play against the buffalo bills yeah that's gonna be the hardest game in a while that's and then they played lions after that so it's not that bad and then cowboys so the next three games winnable games two winnable games yeah those those two definitely uh the bills i'm a little worried about josh uh allen's playing out of his mind right now yeah um, but maybe that's going to spark a fire because we know Rodgers is competitive as all heck. Yeah. So hopefully that uh, lights fire up his butt and he starts throwing the ball like he normally can and put a little more faith in the receivers. Yeah, all Aaron needs to do, do is go in a pres- uh, press conference and say, R-E-L-A-X, relax. There we go. And he, just I, calm down. Now. Yeah, I, I, every time Aaron's in these situations, it seems like he always gets himself out of it. So that's why I'm exactly. not really worried. Exactly. Until it gets to week 17. and Then it, yeah, <laughs> then we'll probably be having a different conversation, right. but we'll, we'll cross that road when we get there. Yep. Um. Let's go to the next topic. We have the 49ers. Mm, USF 49... locals. Yes, indeed. So they did make a trade recently. Um, for blockbuster a... trade. 
Yes, indeed. Uh, for Christian McCaffrey. So they they gave up four picks. Four picks. Three of them. Twenty twenty three picks, and then one twenty twenty four pick. And uh, what uh, what picks were the twenty twenty three picks? It was the second, third, and fourth. And then where? Uh, what about uh, the twenty twenty four draft? Uh, twenty twenty four draft is the fifth fifth pick. So second, third, and fourth in the twenty twenty three. And fifth pick in twenty twenty four. Wow, so they give... They gave up four... Yeah, they gave up a lot of assets for Christian McCaffrey. And they just... A lot of assets, yeah, for sure. And they just played against... They they just played against the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday, losing to them 44-23. to Chiefs are a powerhouse. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to lie, I was expecting that result, just not that exaggerated. Um, McCaffrey did... That was McCaffrey's first game in the red and gold, right? Yes, how, indeed. How did he play? He had so for rushing he had eight carries for thirty eight yards and for receiving because he is a dual threat uh, mm-hmm. running back he had two catches for twenty four. Oh, nice. Okay. So for his opener, he is subpar. You know, we're not to Christian McCaffrey standards, but you know, it's his first game, first time in the system. Cal Shanahan is going to build a system around him too and make life a lot easier for Jimmy. So expect him to be get a lot more touches. So, quick question for you, AJ. Yeah. Um, Panthers give away their all-star court, uh, running back right, and receive four picks from that. No players, no current additions to their roster. Nope, none. Um, who do you think wins that trade? Who Who do you think? Oh, that who, is a who great... Think, who do you think won that trade? I mean, it's still early on. Uh, we could judge it now. And, right. of course, hindsight in a few weeks we'll be able to tell better. But as of right now, who do you think won, won it? As of right now... To be honest, the way things are going for the 49ers, I think I think Carolina won that trade. Really? Be- just for okay, for three yeah. for right now because the Raiders uh, the 49ers are 3 and 4 and we don't know how well of a season they might have later on. They, let's mm-hmm. say they have a losing record. So all that trading they did was for a losing season. Mm-hmm. They gave up all four of their pe- picks just to lose one season. So I I feel like and then now Carolina they're going to probably want to tank. They're going to probably want to tank and get that first overall, some high overall pick in the first round. Okay. So for them, they, they're they looking to get a QB, and then throughout that draft, they're looking to get more at, uh, more weapons and maybe even an offensive line. So Carolina, in the future, in the long term, Carolina wins. Short term right now, it, it's up in the air. But Carolina do have a lot, of, a lot to work with, especially if they're going to have a losing season this year. So do you think, so if you were in the Niners front office, would you have taken the trade? If I was Niners front offense, um, is that what you're saying? You said it was a bad trade for the Niners. It wasn't a bad trade for the Niners because they they did need a back, like they needed another weapon. I, f- I, I think I said that in previous um, shows where they I say they need, 49ers should tank and get a and get a, another weapon. Mm-hmm. They ended up not taking and just trading their picks yeah. <laughs> to get a weapon. And honestly, maybe long term that might help them out, but I don't know how the season might go for the for the Niners. They might they might fall horribly in i mean what are they three and four or three, three and three? four okay three and four yeah, yeah. pretty pretty tough division or is isn't is. everyone in that division very well-rounded isn't it yeah so the seahawks off those records for me um let's see let's see if i can get them i know the seahawks are on top of that uh division okay and they were supposed to be the the team that's not winning at all like they're supposed to if you don't look at it in depth um i would say the it looks like the niners won Right. I mean, it's hard not to say that when you're you get, the only 
they're receiving the only player that's talked about in the trade. Right. You know what I mean? And a great running back, as McCaffrey is. And the Niners run the ball. They a do. A lot more than uh, than Carolina. Like, and they're efficient at it. So having McCaffrey join the roster, I think, is a great addition for him. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I agree with you. I think Carolina did end up winning the trade. I mean, if you look at it from an overall standpoint, uh, Carolina was holding on to a running back who has missed 23 games mm-hmm. since the start of the 2020 season. Right. That's that's a significant amount of uh, games for who you would consider as your go-to running back. Yeah, you're number one. And he had a huge contract with him. He did. So getting that contract out of the way for a player that – I'm not saying he missed – the entire season by any means but 23 games and since 2020 uh that's significant so getting that tr- contract off their books and getting all these picks for potential superstars mm-hmm. i think i think it was a great move from their front office yeah definitely um just to point out what you said earlier about the division yeah no every team has more than three wins so really arizona is three and four niners are three and four la rams are three and three Seahawks are on top of the division with four, four and three record. That's a shocker. So yeah, very well-rounded division, and it's honestly up in the air. So who's ever on top of this division doesn't mean nothing. Maybe three weeks down the line. So with the addition of uh, McCaffrey uh, and Niners essentially putting all their eggs in one basket, do you think they're gonna jump on top of that uh, division? You know what? And I think that's why the GM, the GMs made that move because they think they they can take this division easily. Yeah. That's I feel like call. just because of how just because of how everybody's close, all it is is one week for a team to mess up, and they're hoping this, the Niners are hoping it's not them. That's all. And that trade that they did is supposed to guarantee that for them. Yeah, I think. I, I I agree. So, I mean, both I th- I think it's a good trade. It is a good teams. trade for both teams. Definitely, yeah, definitely. But uh, in the long run, I think uh, Carolina just slightly got the edge. Yeah, just because of youth. Just because they can draft the future, they can maybe even take change those picks for a first overall pick. You know, so you, you can do a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what, what we got next, football wise? Football wise, we are now down to Monday night predictions. Ooh, okay, that's a that's coming up here pretty quick, right? Or should the game be starting just about now? They should be starting now, actually. Let's um, see. For those of you who don't know, the uh, New England Patriots are playing the uh, Chicago Bears tonight. Mm-hmm. And that is going to cap off week seven here. Um, yeah, the first, they're actually three seconds into the first quarter. Oh, so. yeah. Game's just starting right now. So but uh, do don't th- switch over to that game. Keep listening to us. Of we want course. you guys here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, what do you think, AJ? Who do you think is going to take that game? Uh, I'm going to take experience. Uh, I'm going to take an experienced uh, coach. There it is. Over a young, young organization in the Chicago Bears, uh, Bill Belichick, the great one of the best uh, coaches in NFL history, honestly. So uh, I, sure. you can never bet against him, especially if he has a system placed for Chicago. Yeah, he definitely, definitely Patriots should get the win. Uh, I agree. I'm I'm rooting for New England all the way because I'm a cheesehead Packer <laughs> fan, and I will be caught dead before i'm rooting for chicago there you go Uh, so new england this might be the first time in a long time that i'm rooting for you but make sure you uh get the dub here tonight Mm -hmm. we have a lot of action in the chat so i'm just take a second yeah let's read off some of these comments thank you all very much for listening um 
here live and you can also talk to us and give your two cents uh here at beckhammedia.net slash ksfs radio so thank you guys yeah so we'll start with uh fly girl e promote that social media of course we got to got to get more viewers vegas tony a regular oh vegas tony welcome back brother Raider Nation, the autumn winds of pirate. Um, <laughs> San Francisco State's own Andy Reid got the best out of the 49ers. What do you think of the? Uh, what do you think the 49ers can do to improve their offense? Well, they try to improve it with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, we we just talked about that a little bit. Um, I think it's gonna we're gonna see improvement overall because, yeah. like we said, uh, they run the ball a lot. It's a big part of their offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and the McCaffrey addition, if he stays healthy, uh, it's gonna be huge for the Niners in the next two or three seasons. Yeah, let honestly, alone this one. Definitely. I honestly I could see I could see 49ers taking the division just because of how even everybody is. Oh, it's 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 honestly it's not even a battle for first. It's just like one or two weeks will separate the first and last right. uh, teams, which is insane. Which can mean three teams out of that division can make playoffs, honestly. It's, it's possible. So, it's crazy to think. Um moving on, we have I'm pretty sure it says A N R I'm pretty sure this is Anthony. Okay. It's not spelled Anthony, but it, it, I'm pretty sure it's Anthony. So it says he says still supporting the boys. So yeah. Yeah. How you doing, Anthony? Hope you're feeling What's good. What's going on, man? Um, we fly- miss you, brother. We do, we do. Um, fly girl E. Oh no, feel better, Anthony. Love the support. <laughs> um, let me scroll down. Thank you, Vegas Tony. Josh Jacobs. Can the Raiders lock up this guy? Contract year! Exclamation point. That's that's a that's an AJ question written okay, all over it. Let me let me tell you. Okay, not only was contract uh, negotiations not happening for Josh Jacobs in the beginning of the season, and he was looking for a contract, he is going to get a contract this se- this season. I mean, based off that last game alone. Not he, he for the last three games, he has over 140 uh 140 rushing yards yeah. with with the pre and a total of six touchdowns. So within three games, he got six touchdowns. He, he's looking to get a contract. And honestly, my hot take right now, he is top five running back right now. Really? Top five. Wow, okay. The way he runs, the way he's elusive, he's a big back that can that can, that can can shift. The way he, and the way he moves, it's it's ridiculous. He breaks tackles. He never falls backwards. He falls forward. Okay. That's, that's what I love yeah. about him. And I'm always – I might get his jersey. I might come in here with a jersey. <laughs> uh, all right, Anthony, my 49ers. I know, sad, but, you know, you guys got Christian McCaffrey, so it should be all good. Um, Vegas Tony, wow, we have a lot. So Vegas Tony, Green Bay, Lazard hurt early in the season. Well, that wasn't the that's, that's true. I mean, he was. Yeah. And uh, our O line was also weak uh, at the beginning. Uh, I still don't even think we're at full strength. I no. can't tell you. Uh, Your off line the top is of my head. there's still They're some still people missing, missing on the line. Two key uh, two key players in the O line. So yeah, I've I've definitely haven't given up hope on uh, my Packers. So uh, hopefully we can get the team healthy. Hopefully we can build a little trust with the young receiver core and our QB, and we just play like we know we can, all can play. Right. I say we all like I'm part of the team. <laughs> oh, I know they can play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carolina's Ch- uh, Chiba Herbert isn't going to save their season as a running back. Carolina should tank just like the Miami Dolphins. Uh, don't. Just don't get caught like the Miami Dolphins. They'll lose a pick like Miami. Oh, speaking of Miami Dolphins. Yeah, they played Tua, right? They played Tua. Tua, uh, to my surprise, I don't know about you, AJ, but I thought he was out for the season. I really did. He concussion, be. concussion protocol is nothing to play with. Um, mm-hmm. So to see him on the field was shocking. Yeah. But um, to his credit, he looked good. Yeah, he played he, good. He played well. He played confident. 
Um, he didn't have like a stellar MVP game by right. any means, but he was looking. I don't want to say similar because at the beginning of the season he was throwing out of his mind, but um, what do you have? Two hundred sixty yards for and a TD. Right. Yeah. He he played he played well and led uh, the Dolphins to a six point win against uh, Pittsburgh and that make that brings the Dolphins four and zero when two was on the field. So he says right here, um, just Vegas Tony says they should tank. Carolina should tank like Miami. You think Miami's gonna tank? Um, I think it was questionable uh, after they lost Tua. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you should ever tank when you have Tyree Kill. Yeah, no, on, on, yeah. on the field. Uh, I don't think he'd enjoy that very much. But mm-hmm. to to Tony's credit, uh, I think Carolina, and as you were saying a little bit, uh, AJ, uh, Carolina might be a tanking team yeah this season especially with all these new draft picks they got and then he says carolina will have the edge if they have the right coaching steve wilkes mm. is uh isn't the savior he's stuck in arizona <laughs> <laughs> yeah he is huh and then anthony comes back and says 49ers have composition picks coming their way for this year coaches are get, uh just got hired Ooh. on the other teams so there's a lot of uh yeah. behind the scenes action going on for the 49ers that uh anthony might know about hopefully you can dive into that next week yes indeed then vegas tony comes back and says patriots defense will muzzle the bears that's what i like to hear vegas tony yep that's what i like to hear uh geno smith will melt see melt in seattle actually he's playing pretty good he's, right now he's be, he's playing better than russell oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure I mean, mm-hmm. everyone, almost everyone's playing better than Russell. <laughs> Goodness. Baseball, World Series. All right, we're going to save that baseball question later um, in the show. We have a part for baseball, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we yes, do. We do. Uh, speaking of, let's actually uh, yeah, move on, get some uh, NBA talk in here real yes. quick. Yes. The NBA Lakers. Oh, yep. And right as you say that, Anthony, our co-host from home, <laughs> uh, says – um, if we're if we're if you if we are moving into the NBA, Lakers aren't doing so well this year. And yeah, that is true. Lakers are 0-3 to start off the season, losing to Trailblazers last night. Losing to Trailblazers. I would actually say um, that's one of the biggest surprises of the season so far. I mean, I know we just started. Uh, most teams are three to four games in. Mm-hmm. However, and no one thought that the Lakers were going to be championship contenders mm-hmm. but to start 0-3 is something I n- didn't see coming for sure yeah they, I mean they have the worst shooting percentage in the entire league they're as a team they're shooting a uh, 20% from three yeah I think as I a s- team <laughs> goodness I, th- I think I saw a stat yesterday on Instagram was like they shot 24 threes for a for a hundred and something yep so that oh, yeah. that definitely hits twenty four percent, and that's as a team too. So as oh goodness, and uh, I know a lot of people are blaming Westbrook. I think he's shooting seven percent from three or mm-hmm. something like that in the first three games, and everyone's blaming him. But I mean, if you're regardless if you're shooting zero for eleven the first game or seven percent from three for the first three, um, you can't put it all on him if the entire team is shooting that poorly. You can't. you can't. I mean, while you can focus some of the blame on certain areas and question some decisions, to throw the entire season so far on one player is ridiculous, especially when your p- team's playing as poorly as they are. I feel like I feel like 
the Lakers need to focus on something else other than shooting. I feel like they are. They're way, not a shooting team. They're not. They're and not a shooting they need team. To, they need to get that out of their heads. Like they f- forget about being a shooting team. For, I know that's that's how the world is right now, or the NBA is ran. You gotta have to have a shooting offense in order to win. But why don't they have a lot of great defensive players? Why can't my thing is why can't they focus on defense first? Uh, you know, there's, there's why, a lot of things they need to <laughs> change on that team. For you got sure. Patrick Beverly, a uh, pretty good defender. You got LeBron James. He's he's the top two all time. Anthony Davis, a great big. You know, and then Le- uh, Wes- Russell, he's not no scrub on defense. Right. You know, I feel like he's a dog. Kendrick Nunn, they got they got a lot of great players that can that can do things. It's just they need a right system and a right offense that could fit everybody at once, which is yeah. And that's another thing is like they're trying to get guys who like Russell mm-hmm. to be- all of a sudden become a three point shooter. Yeah. Like he he's never been a great three point shooter in his entire career. Like right. never, never. He, he's always a playmaker or, like, a uh, rim attacker. Or, yes. And his mid-range was always solid, but threes were never great. And all, for everyone to all of a sudden expect him to shoot 55% from three is Not crazy. happening. Not especially, especially if it's this late in his career. You tend to see a lot of, like, the patterns that players have. Like, you, if somebody gets better, you see it throughout the years. Right. And his shooting hasn't. So, for him, you expect him to I, – I think the Russell – let me talk, talk to you about this, the Russell Westbrook hate. Yeah. Do you think it's ridiculous? I do. I I feel like they blame every every time like if you see these fans record they're saying Russell Westbrook or your yep. garbage like I feel like for what no way you were saying that two years ago when he won MVP no way no. You're, you know I feel like everybody won his jersey and that d- year don't get me wrong uh, the season opener against the Warriors what they lose by uh, um, six or no it was one hundred twenty three to one hundred nine so oh so yeah they lost by a good amount they however lost by a good um. Amount. Yeah. 14. Russ went 0 for 11 that game. Now that is unexcusable. Was it, wasn't it the season opener? Or am I thinking of uh, their I second game? I think you're game? playing. Yeah, the second game he did go 0 for 11. Okay, so. second game. And how much did they lose by that? That was a close game. Uh, so Yeah, they lost by six. Yep. That was the one you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, so it wasn't the season opener. That was my, my bad. Uh, but their second game this season, they lost by six points. And Russell Westbrook, who should be uh, their third option, if their whole team's healthy, it went 0 for 11, which is that there's no excuse for that. That one I can put the – I'm not going to blame the entire loss on him, but you got to do better. Yeah, over 11. you got to hold him accountable at some point. Yeah. you can, if, if that stays consistent, you going, you're not showing up to games but playing 30 minutes is, is more of a liability at that point. But still, he, we know the potential, he, he, the player he is and what mm-hmm. he could be. And I feel like, honestly – if they if they end up playing continuously playing like this, bold bold prediction right here. Uh oh. I feel like I feel like Lakers are gonna make a trade for Kyrie. Really? Mid season trade. Okay. Not right now. They're gonna see how it is. That's why I feel like they didn't make a move during the off season. They wanted to see. All right, you know what? Let's give Russell one more chance. Let's before we before we go do something drastic. And that's why they didn't take that the Indiana deal. That's fair. I feel, I feel like that's the main reason. And now. If this continues to happen, the media is pressing the Lakers about it because you can see LeBron in these press conferences. He's just getting annoyed. He's getting aggravated. Aggravated. There he is. You know, and yeah, he's definitely gonna he's definitely gonna want to make some moves. And it's it's not the GM if he doesn't make no moves during the season. Uh, true. I just think they need to let Russ be Russ. Let him play like he normally plays. Don't make him shoot threes. Don't have him do all this. Don't have him force stuff up. Like let him play his game. My question is, what is that though? 
What's like, Russ's game? Yeah, it's like you. Okay, so let's let's think about his history. When he was on OKC, he was bringing the ball up every possession, mm-hmm. making plays happen. He was getting triple double. Yeah. But now he's with a team where there's two other people that are gonna have the ball in their hands just as much. Right. And I'm not saying he needs the ball in his hand 90 percent of the game. Right. But he needs. They need to let him mm-hmm. every once in a while attack. Right. They need to let him create and. They need to let the ball go play through him, mm-hmm. and not every play, like I said, but um, every every few possessions. Because mm-hmm. right now it's almost like they're kind of sticking him in the corner or on the wing, right? And they're just like, okay, we're gonna kick it out to you every once in a while, and right. we expect you to knock down this three. It's like that's never been his no, game, never. So why not? Yes, LeBron needs to control, run the offense like he normally does. I'm not saying LeBron needs to change much either, but. Every once in a while, it's okay. We know LeBron can play off the ball. Of course. So I think LeBron needs to be like, okay, Russ, here, the next like five or so possessions, it's on you. Give him the ball. Let Russ do what he does. If it's a drive and dump down to Anthony Davis, boom. If it's a drive and stop, pivot, pull up, or uh, mm-hmm. fade away type of thing, he, he had a great uh, dribble pull up yeah. uh, at OKC and in Washington. Yeah, his uh, mid-range was crazy. His, mid- his mid-range was solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't expect him to go in there and dunk on three guys like he used to. Mm-hmm. But he he's always been the guy to attack rim first and then create from there. So exactly. let him do that. Right. Before I, we switch over, I want to ask you one more thing. Do you think that was a great fit for them, having Westbrook come to the team? In hindsight, it's not looking uh, like it was the best decision. I'm a big Westbrook fan, mm-hmm. so obviously when it happened, heck, the entire league thought it was going to be a cheat code to the championship. That's what I thought. Um, and obviously it hasn't turned out that way, mm-hmm. but I think they can make it work. Mm. I think they need to stop trying to change right. what they're used to doing mm-hmm. and start playing like we know they can play and like they know they can play. Mm, play, yeah. play their game and let the game like come to them you know what i mean don't just force stuff that you're not uh, that you're uncomfortable with doing so i i think they can make it work Mm -hmm. will they that's the question that is definitely a question and we will see definitely throughout the season all right let's talk about the next our next point is the zion injury him and brandon ingram so brandon ingram is in concussion protocol and then zion and his last game took a hard fall and now is in he's in the injury uh reports what do you have to say about that let me bring up the so i was while you're bringing that up i was actually just made aware of this uh an hour ago Mm -hmm. when we came into the studio and you you brought that up to me i I completely missed that happen um yeah it's very disappointing Mm -hmm. uh it's you never want to see any player go hurt uh whether it's a the 12th guy on the bench or someone in your starting five and um it's just the question of zion you know what i mean yeah uh, everyone says oh he can be great oh he can do this he can dominate but can he stay healthy right so we're we're hoping that these mris that he's about to get come out clean and he's all good to play um and he'll be back on the court soon uh, no one wants to wish on anybody's downfall here but it's mm-hmm. it's hard to see yeah, so his the the injury was a hip contusion. So Oof. when he fell flat on his uh on his hip, that's what that's what happened. And then he's still questionable to play against the Mavericks this coming up game. But they are two and zero. They did have a they're solid two and zero or yeah. are they two and one. 
two are they two and one i didn't i didn't think they were oh they are two and one correct my fault my fault yep oh they lost against the jazz yeah but to lose zion and ingram in the same few games is catastrophic yeah for the pelican season definitely definitely hopefully they both come back soon and everything like i was just saying but if those guys tend like miss a good chunk of the beginning of the season that's going to dig them in a hole that they might not be able to get out of yeah and this should be the year where Pelicans fans should want to see them either go far in the playoffs or make some type of run because, you know, having Zion for, what, three years now, a lot of injuries. Yeah. Y- this team is constructed to win something. Like Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, uh, C.J. McCollum, mm-hmm. um, Larry Nance Jr. They have a lot of uh, Jose Alvarado. They have names. They have, they, have, names. they have some players on their team that can make some moves and definitely, definitely can make something happen. Uh. Yeah, it's it's hard to see. But uh heck ESPN had the Pelicans what, the fourth or fifth seed going. Yeah, they had them early. They had yeah. them high early. So that that might affect the standings a little bit, uh, with those two guys being out. But hopefully, like I said, they'll come back soon. All right. Speaking of standings, the NBA came out with power rankings, didn't they? They did for the current uh for the current power rankings for the how things are going in the season so far. Now it's very early again. Very most early. most teams have only played three games. Right. Uh, we've been NBA tip off was I think a week ago <laughs> yeah. today. Um, so subject to change, of course. But as of right now, the power rankings are as follows. Um, these are top. Now these are the top five teams in the entire NBA, not right. just one conference. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of right now, they have the Boston Celtics at number one as the best team in the NBA with a three and zero record. Okay. They have the Milwaukee Bucks at number two with a 2-0 record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golden State Warriors are sitting at number three. They actually dropped down a, a spot at, mm. like that they were originally uh, projected. Okay. Um, they're 2-1. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are sitting at number four, also 2-1. And, and then the sleeper that no one was expecting coming at number five was the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz. Yeah. 3-0, and right? 3-0, and undefeated very unexperienced uh young and questionably talented utah jazz coming with a undefeated uh, 3-0 record yeah so what do you think about the utah jazz look let's while i pull up their yeah, roster. Pull, pull up their roster for me real quick um obviously no one was expecting this mm-hmm. uh no one saw it coming uh i mean i love to see it it right. makes for a good story uh and everyone loves a good underdog right uh they're they're just they're playing they're playing well. Uh, yeah. Everyone thought they were gonna tank after losing Donovan and Gobert, mm-hmm. but it's it's looking strong for them right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. So the big names they have: Malik Beasley, um, Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley, Colin Sexton from that uh, oh. Cavs trade. Oh, yeah. they did get Colin. Okay. Yeah. They. I Laurie, forgot about that. Lori Marketing, another big man, pretty good, six eleven big from uh, another six uh, eleven big. He's a stud. Yeah. He's a stud. He's from uh, Michigan, I think, right? Auburn. Is that what he went to call? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Laurie Marketing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Arizona. Oh, he, he played, okay. He played yeah, Arizona, yeah, yeah. college Arizona. Um, yep. He did come from Chicago. He got drafted by Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's, yeah, I got mixed up with somebody else. Yeah, but, uh, they, for them to have – they don't have a lot of crazy names, but for them to be 3-0, and it looks like they have heart. They have a good mix of what I think it's doing it for them. Is they have a good mix of young talent, mm-hmm. like we were just saying, that big guy and uh, Colin Sexton. And then they have also a good amount of veterans. Like Mike Conley has been in the league for years. Rudy and, Gay, too. And Rudy Gay. Yeah. While they're still good players in their own right, they just have so much experience. 
that I think they're going to, they're setting a really good example for the young guys. And the young guys are just go, 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 motors, motors, mm-hmm. playing hard all the time. So they they came out swinging early on in the season. The question is, do you think they're going to stay pretty high up there? No, to be honest. Okay. I feel like great start to the season. There's still 80, there's still like 78 more games. Um, Prove it to us. I don't. I don't think you guys are gonna even make playoffs. To be honest, but okay. Well, the NBA did come out with uh, uh, overall records projections, mm-hmm. and they had the Utah Jazz uh, not even winning twenty five games for the season. Are they gonna win twenty five games? I think they can win twenty five. You think so? They already three and zero start. There's, That's true. You know. Um, yeah. What's what's the over under on Utah winning twenty five games? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but shoot. They might get 30, you know? Okay. I feel like they're getting 30. All right. 25 is a little too low, I feel like, especially... Well, they did just lose all their main guys, but... That's true. But at the same time, uh, like I was saying, while it's benefiting them a lot right now, that right. the the young guys playing hard all the time, every game, every possession, mm-hmm. those motors, um, coming from experience, I know how long a bas- uh, uh, competitive basketball season is right, and especially in NBA season. Yeah, I mean we got uh, guys here in college who uh, freshmen and sophomores they get burnt out uh, halfway through the season, and we play thirty games. Mm. These guys play eighty-two games in a season. Yeah, they yeah. if they keep this at this rate, I feel like all the young guys are going to get burnt out, and you have the veterans who I was talking about who they don't have the bodies that they used to, so right. they're not going to be able to compete uh, late in the season very well so i think i think they're gonna they're gonna keep going strong for the for the beginning of the season i'm gonna say they're gonna get under 25 wins and most of their wins are gonna come at the beginning of the season mm. that's what i that's what i think that's fair to believe too yeah uh who's number four on that list uh phoenix suns phoenix suns they're two and one right now yeah, yeah do you think they're do you think they'll have a make it far in the playoffs this year I think so. I think I think they're gonna finish a uh, regular season with a decent seed. Mm-hmm. I think top four probably. Uh, I think they'll make it to the second round. Yeah. If anything, they lose in the first. But I think that's. I think the conference finals. I think is their ceiling, and first round exit is their like is the floor. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're, they're gonna making be, playoffs. Yeah, I think they're making playoffs for sure. I likely. I think they're gonna get knocked out in the second round. Okay. Um. Best case scenario, they make it to the conference finals, but I don't, I don't really see that happening. My issue with the Suns is they made it to the um they made it to the finals what two three years ago two two years ago two years ago and they haven't made no big moves since then. Exactly, that's my issue. You know, you've been there, you've seen it happen, and you know you should know what your issue is, right? Mm-hmm. You should go out and get that and have someone solve that problem, and they haven't. They they barely wanted to even play their big, uh, pay their big DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, and He's very unhappy. Very unhappy, and look, it's not not very, it's not turning out too well. I feel like they're missing somebody, but they don't want to get that somebody. They want to, they already don't, don't want to pay a lot of people. How? They, it's the money aspect. I feel like they don't want to pay nobody because they know if they get that, if they look for somebody, they're gonna have to pay for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, they're, I think they're too cheap. That's that's uh, fair. Uh, I bet you're happy to see your Warriors though in the top three power rankings. Yeah, I need some re- put some respect on the freaking champs. First of <laughs> all, they are the 2022. I seen. Have you seen the um the 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 celebration the the ring the banner the banner celebration versus Lakers home opener? Yeah, yeah, their their ring ceremony. Yeah, ring ceremony. Yeah, there you go. I it was fire. It was great it was awesome. ceremony. 
Everybody got the. Did he see the rings though? Rings are real. They nice. turn around. They have four rings. It's ridiculous. Rings are, the the championship rings are real nice. Yeah, they should give one to the whole Bay Area now. <laughs> but <laughs> For um, big supportive bandwagon fans. Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, they definitely. I even though they're at the three spot. Yeah, that's respectable because you know they did lose to the. Um, they lose. They lost Blaze. the Nuggets. Nuggets. Oh, Nuggets are a great team though. They're they're still undefeated right now, right? Are they undefeated? Let's check that out. I could be wrong. They're either two and one or three and zero. Oh. Yeah, two and one. Okay. So yeah, they lost to the Jazz. Oh wow. Yeah, they lost to the Jazz. That's unexpected. But uh, hey, like I said, Jazz are gonna start strong for sure. Um, they play against the Trailblazers the next game. Mm. Actually, today. They play against the Trailblazers today at 7 p.m. Who's that, Warriors or Jazz? Uh, Trailblazers versus Nuggets. Oh, Nuggets, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Nuggets, what do you think of the Nuggets overall? I like them. Yeah? Um, honestly, I'm. they're my pick for uh, to come out of the West. Oh, making it to the finals? Oh, yeah. Wow, like that's they, a bold take. Uh, I'm, yeah, mark it down right now. Tall can's hot take of the of the season. Nuggets make it out of the Western Conference. I feel like... Um, they they had a great season last year. Mm-hmm. They have back uh, the two time MVP back to back these last two years in Jokic, mm-hmm. uh, playing out of his mind, and now they got Murray back and Michael Porter Jr. back. Yeah, it's the same team that they had last year who did really well, one of the best records in the NBA, with two of their key players coming back. Two potential all stars. Two honestly. potential all stars. Yeah, there I think. Uh, yes, I think they're gonna take a little. It's gonna take a little while for them, a couple weeks maybe for a little rust, a little rust, and for them to gel with the team and the chemistry to come fully back. Mm-hmm. But um, off the court chemistry is there. They were they were still with the program and the team the whole season. Right. Now we just have to figure out how to translate that onto the court. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, close to like uh, I'd say mid November, like a month from now. Mm-hmm. They're gonna start building that uh, attraction, and yeah. they're they're just gonna kill it. And I think they're gonna come out of the come out of the West. That's fair to say. Honestly, one one player on that team that I really wanted to join the the Warriors, Michael Porter Jr. When he was injured, I told I told everybody while he was injured, Warriors should make a trade for him right now because mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna be that type of player. I feel like he's just that big guard or a big wing player that can defend, that can score at will. He has a lot of things in his bag, and I feel like he's gonna be the difference maker for that team. I actually agree with you right there, AJ. I, uh, I remember watching his high school mixtape. His high school, man. I, I and I was telling everybody, I was like, "Yo, this guy right here, yeah, is going to be huge in the NBA." Mm-hmm. He had a decent college year uh he played Injury. for missouri i think and he missouri. was and he was injured um his dad was the head coach over there i believe mm-hmm. and but still even when he came back uh for march madness i think i think those were the only games he played or the mm-hmm. com- or the sorry the conference tournament right um and he's had decent games coming off an injury like that so mm-hmm. when uh when he was injured i i was seriously looking around like NBA, you guys got lucky, right? Because if he was 100% healthy coming to the NBA, you guys were like, it would have been bad for everyone in there. He would have dominated. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I'm, I'm really happy to see him back, and hopefully he does well for the rest of his career. Mm, definitely, Michael Porter Jr. All right, do we want to switch over to baseball? Or do we have any more basketball topics? Um, that's it for me on baseball. We are kind of kind of uh, close oh, on time. Yes, we so are. So yeah, let's let's move into a little MLB here. Oh, so before before we start, let's get these jot chats. Um, these people. Uh, Vegas Tony says Warriors last night against the Kings. 
they had a 25 point lead that uh evaporated under the minute left uh to a four point lead no defense great game for steph curry hot hand over 30 points steph curry did have a hot game he actually is averaging like 33 in the first three games yeah he's in the 30s and i did actually see that game and i did see the game get really close but you got to remember this too steve curry's trying to fit in a lot of younger guys so he's trying to get them acclimated early so that they can be ready for the playoffs. So you're going to see these type of games. You might even see us lose lose a lead. And it might be all right. And it might just because because I feel like if you play the starting five for 40 minutes, you can get, definitely get wins. Yeah. But what are they going to learn? They're, they're, they're uh, the younger people. What are the uh, younger younger? That's group, what you're saying. You know? And they, you guys, this young core is scary. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it happened. You guys just had the perfect mix of – dynasty years right in the you know uh the cleveland versus golden state mm-hmm. era and then you had two absolutely mediocre years like yeah. horrible like you just right after coming off the nba championship you guys just, just sunk down to the bottom like yeah full-on nosedive got great draft picks and your front office made great picks kudos to them yeah huge kudos to them and then out of nowhere you guys come off with another championship like you and so you guys got all these championships in a short amount of time and happen to have such bad years where you got great draft picks and made great decisions with those picks so your front office is phenomenal Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get my hats off to them right now because you guys still have current all-stars and and questionable and like arguable mvp uh, candidate and curry mm-hmm. and now you have a very promising young core that's going to do you guys very well in the next 10 years definitely jordan Poole, like right now jordan Poole, can, jordan he can Poole. go start Wiseman. somewhere else yeah he can he can literally start for a team right now wiseman too a lot of those players that are sitting on the bench could be starting I'm, elsewhere i'm telling you like you guys are going to be very happy with golden state for mm-hmm. years to come and i'm kind of mad about it um, Anthony said he went to the game and he said he was very str- frustrated about it. Oh, okay, Anthony. So you can go to the Warriors <laughs> game, but you can't come and uh, host a little talk show, huh? Yeah, I All feel right, left out, huh? Mister. Uh, Wiggins is surprising. Wiggins did have a good game against uh, the Wiggins last game. Wins. He had another 20-point game. Overall, Wiggins is just – he knows what he's doing. He knows, he his, knows role. his role. He's a professional now. For sure. Um, yeah, and I think we should switch over to baseball, huh? Yeah, let's do that. We're uh – run out of time here so but we do want to bring up uh the mlb right now because the world series is set set finally we know who we're going to be playing ready Um, to go we got the houston astros uh just the other day swept the new york York. yankees four Mm. wins to nothing wow and a while back we had uh the phillies beat the padres in game five win the series four to one so First game, this coming Friday, October 28th, is Astros versus Phillies. Mm. And Anthony, uh, AJ, I know we're not, uh, yeah, we're not baseball, the best. We're not baseball experts by right. any means. That's probably of football, basketball, baseball. That's definitely our yeah. least knowledge sport. But um, it's the World Series, man. You got to. We got to watch it. We got to talk about it. You have to. Like, who? Let's do. I'm going to make a, you know, impromptu little segment here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always do predictions. Always. This one, we don't have all the information. We, we don't. don't know much about the players. Let's do, I'm going to call it blind predictions. Mm, Who okay. do you think is going to take the World Series and how many games do you think they're going to need to take it? It's all best right. out of seven. So first game to, just like NBA finals, first uh, mm. team to win four games. Um, 
So we have Philly, the Philadelphia Phillies and the uh, Houston Astros. The Phillies' uh, regular season record was 87 wins, 50, uh, 75 losses, while the Astros had 106 wins and 56 losses. 106? Yeah. So, uh, quick question. When the Phillies, who did the Phillies play last? last uh, the Padres, Padres, San Diego. And did they have a better record? Um, the Padres, yes. They, no, Phillies did have a better record. Oh, okay, Hang cool. On. Let me double-check that real quick. The Padres had 89 wins, while the Phillies had eight. Oh, no. Padres had uh, two more wins oh, than wow. Phillies. Pretty close. Okay. Um, My apologies, folks. And who was uh, Bryce Harper? He used to be a Los Angeles Angels? Uh, was he? Angels? No, he's, he's been with the Phillies. He's I been believe. with the Phillies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. been with the Phillies for a while. Um, you're, you're, I think you might be thinking of uh, Trout. He's oh, also, Mike Trout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's an uh, angel, and he's a uh, very good player for them Ooh, but harper I, is a beast harper yeah um who do i have winning seven game series i think is gonna go i think it's gonna go six game series in favor of philadelphia wow yes that's actually crazy go go into a little detail if you can <laughs> detail well all i know is bryce harper and he's okay. good yeah, so he he's <laughs> that should that should be <laughs> oh, that's all you got okay perfect that, hey that's about my knowledge as well but uh i was actually gonna go uh phillies and six as well really six? i was uh just to make it interesting though i'll say seven i'll say phillies and seven and the only reason i'm picking the phillies is because i know about the astros history uh mm-hmm. and i will never support them because of it we uh, it's pretty well known now. It's not actually well known. It's a known fact yeah. that uh, the Houston Astros cheated for their uh, most recent World Series win. I mm. believe that was 2020. I think. Did they ever get their like that title revoked or anything? They did not. So how does that process work? Did uh, they just keep a it lot, known? A, a lot of players got suspended and fined and whatnot, but they they didn't strip them from the. Wow. From the title. Yeah. So Is they, they too- cheated for the World Series, and everyone just kind of had to pay for it yeah the the mlb just went like ah eh, oh well it is what it is wow well so uh for that reason i will never root for the astros and i hope they get swept but do <laughs> i think they will no nah. i think uh just by their records alone and what i've the glimpses i've seen throughout the season they're they're still a really strong team and they're no slouch whatsoever i mean to get 100 wins yeah for any team is is an accomplishment so they're a tough team to beat, but I'm really rooting for the Phillies to uh, make it happen. Mm-hmm. In the judge chat, we have Anthony saying Aaron Judge to the Giants. Oh, yes. Yes. I, sorry. Thank you, Anthony, because I really want to talk about that. I'm yes. so happy that uh, – so like I just said, I'll never root for the Astros. Right. But uh, there is a part of me that is very happy that the New York Yankees got swept because Aaron Judge, their star player, and who just broke the um, – American League comp- American League's home run record this mm-hmm. year, absolute beast of an athlete, um, is rumored and very strongly believed to want to sign to San Francisco Giants. Is he from out here? He's from out here. So he's from, uh, he's not from the Bay, but he's from uh, Linden, California. Okay, California. Um, I'm from Stockton, right? Uh, which is about 45 minutes from Sac, uh, Sacramento. Right. And Linden is about 15 to 20 minutes away from me. Oh, wow. He's- so he's... For me, at least, he's considered a very local guy. Okay. Um, I played their high school in basketball oh. and things like that all the time. My mom was the uh, head volleyball coach, uh, varsity volleyball coach at Linden High 
for a few years. Oh, you got some history yeah. then. Yeah, so yeah. I, I am a huge, huge, huge Aaron Judge fan. And the fact that the Yankees got swept this last series hopefully gives him a little nudge and the wine to come to San Francisco and be a little bit more at home. You know, come yeah. on over, Aaron. We'll be more than happy to take you. Of course. That's as you're saying a giant shirt. <laughs> and uh, with a giant hoodie on. <laughs> yes, I'm saying this. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also said, Anthony also says Astros in six. Ooh. I hope you're wrong, Anthony. I really hope you're wrong. So now we got our final position, uh, predictions. As a full, we got next uh, cast. We yes. got AJ having the Phillies in six. Yes. Uh, Tall Can here having the Phillies in seven. And our boy uh, Anthony having uh, Astros, Astros at six. So let's see how those play out. Yep. We the, might have to get a little uh, little friendly wager going. <laughs> yeah. About, like, I don't know, someone, the loser owes McDonald's or something. Yeah, anything, you know. Um, When is the game? Uh, first game of the series is uh, the 28th. It's uh, this coming Friday. Yep. I'm so definitely going to watch that. We're all going to be definitely watching that, see if we are right. But we do got five minutes. Do we have any final thoughts before we close? Uh, that, that should be it for me. I'm, I'm ready to wrap it up if you are. Oh, well, then this is We Got Next SF. I'm your host, AJ. And I'm talking. And, bro- and Anthony in the Jot Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Signing off from from back home. All right, and that's all we have for you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys.